Welcome to Beacon of Light, a show that examines and explores the unexplained and the curious. Join Marcus Leader and Jennifer Falah on a journey of discovery as they shed some light on a variety of spiritual, paranormal, and psychological topics. Beacon of Light. I'm Jennifer Falaw, your host, and this week we are going to be doing a little review. Um, earlier in the year, Marcus Leader, my then co-host, and I did a series of explorations through interdimensional meditation. We visited the different levels of the afterlife of heaven. Um, and those are the higher vibrational dimensions. We did not go down to the low places because I don't do that. <laughs> That's not my thing, as you know. Um, so Mother Nature did a little number on us uh, back at the studio, and we seem to have lost the shows we did uh, it was a seven part series and we seem to have lost level three four and I believe five so instead of just doing a show combining them I'd like to do a quick recap on all the levels with a little bit more emphasis and information about level three four and five a lot of our listeners who listen from archives have messaged me saying that they're missing this information so let's just do a levels of heaven recap class and I will assume that those listening have listened to show one and two um, and have and the other shows and if you have not they are in the archives and will be labeled as such so there are seven levels altogether that we received information on. I don't want to say there's seven levels altogether to heaven because, or the afterlife, the other side, whatever you want to call it. I like heaven. It's a loving, positive name that I use, and that's what—that's how I will be referring to it. Um, uh, I don't want to say there are only seven because I've in doing this and and communicating with the angels and spirits and that there is so much knowledge out there we could never know or limit um, what is real and what exists so for now I was given information on seven Marcus Leader and I retrieved this information through what we call and have named interdimensional meditation and we, we and what happened was we would go in separately at different times ask our questions and um, we would meet up with archangels as our guides usually um, Archangel Gabriel Archangel Michael or Archangel Uriel guided us through 
we would go in on separate occasions and we would hold our information from each other until we were on the air. And that was our way of keeping it scientific. And um, a lot of times the information matched up very closely. So I am a little um, saddened to hear that a storm knocked out level three, four, and five, but what can you do? That's what happens sometimes. But um, Marcus Leader no longer uh, has time to devote in our time slot to Beacon of Light, so I'm going to give you my interpretations and information that I received and just let you know that his matched very, very closely to validate it. Okay. Um, in level one, we found that um, it's a place just beyond the veil and it has been described as many different places in many different ways over history and time. Uh, and my perception of it was a white mist. Souls wandering around in a white mist, confused. They are influenced. This is a place that I was told is called common ground. It's a place where souls go where they don't know where to go, or they can't decide, or they are confused. Um, or so bound to this earthly life and the confusion of such that they they don't know what to do. Um, there are those that are kind of on the fence. Should I go? Which way? Which direction should I go? Up or down? Light or dark? This common ground is a place where angels. Um, I don't know if spirit guides go there. I believe it's basically angels because it is a place that this mist is such a high concentration of confused energy. You can easily get lost in it. Um, when I went there, I went there with Archangel Gabriel and he made sure that I did that everything I saw was from peripheral that I did not let go of his hands and I did not look away from his eyes and that was surprising to me because everywhere I had visited uh, usually was on level 6 of heaven when I would go um, through interdimensional meditation that's a projection of consciousness to another dimension where you can hear see, perceive 360 like you were in a dream and that's what it looks like um it is not astral travel um in astral travel your body pretty much goes to sleep and your astral body takes off and i don't like it because i feel like i'm dead and my and i just freak out i don't like it so what i do and and this is a projection of your heavenly body there are different layers to your consciousness um, the heavenly would be more of your true state and there's more understanding in that in the in the astral projection I'm confused I don't like it so I projected to 
the sixth level of heaven, which is basically where a lot of research is done and where the angels reside to teach people things. And I'm told that I go to that place while incarnated in this body because I am being taught things by the angels. And that is a vibration where I feel most comfortable. Each level of heaven has a different vibration and a different purpose. Although once you are there, you can travel in between each as you choose. Most choose their um, comfort zones. Anyway, level one, I went there with, I'm just going to recap real quick because in one hour we won't be able to get through it all. If you'd like to know more about level one, you can go and listen to the level one show. So level one, I went there with um, Gabriel and I saw in my peripheral vision just this fog and I started to feel the energy of this dense white fog and it I started to feel confused even though I am not I hadn't passed away and I could sympathize with those that were there on how strong um, the mixture of negative energy and positive energy was and it really is a confusing situation I was told that this is what a lot of people over time have um, called purgatory. You've heard about that, where you know you're stuck there, you're sent to purgatory. Nobody is stuck there. It is all a matter of choice. The thing that sticks you there, or the confu- or the the perception of being stuck there, would probably be this confusion, the trying to make the right choice on which way to go. And while they're there. It's common ground. The dark side and their minions, um, you can tell how much I like them, their minions are there trying to um, convince people, souls, to come with them. But they're liars. So the problem here is the souls that are there never know if they're really speaking to an angel or they're really speaking. You know, it's it's no one can force you to do anything. So what the dark side will do will try and influence just influence you. Yeah, come with us. Your daughter's with me. Or come with us. This is this is the way to the the good place or things like that. So the angels come in and they're like um, rescuers and they try to counsel these people and convince them to come no 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 that's that's the bad those are not good entities you're speaking with you know come with me and the angels are really good at it and they usually win but there are some entities that they don't want to go to heaven they want to go the other way and that's why they go but there's no one's forced the dark side can't go there and take you you have to be you have to be in agreement and so that's level one. Level two went to on a whole different, another week, a separate occasion. I also went with Gabriel. And what I saw was like a beautiful sanctuary type place. And the feeling I got there was one of healing and hope. I saw people um, in like linen kind of clothing walking around with angels and other people who seem to be guides and um sanctuary is the best word i can say this and then i was told that this level is for those who had made the decision to move on to 
um, heaven. This is not common ground. Once you get to level two, the dark side cannot follow. You have already made your decision and they cannot come and get you. So basically, level two is all about releasing the pains and illnesses and addictions and all the bad stuff in life that kept you that for some reason you identified with too strongly um, you are not sent there um, somehow your soul needs knows you need to go there you're guided there um, if you like if you're on level one and you say yes I want to go to heaven and you go with the angels they'll probably take you there because you're not quite ready to go to level three where it's all about reunion and review of your life and if you are in um, a weak emotional state or hanging on to thoughts that you have a mental illness or you have an addiction or you're fragile in any way you'll need to go to level two um, and heal and it's just the most loving type of healing you could possibly do and they do heal and they do move on and they can stay there as long as they want but they make the decision when they're ready to go on to level three. Now, I have seen a lot of people in mediumship readings, uh, souls come to me and the way I do mediumship readings is different. If I'm not in a haunted house situation or whatever, uh, if people come to me and say, I wanna talk to Grandpa Frank, I ask Archangel Michael, can you please go get Grandpa Frank? And he goes and gets him and he brings him back from wherever he was and we have a conversation and then when we're done Michael takes him and any any energies that have to do with Grandpa Frank back to where he's supposed to be so I have seen a lot of people come to me from level two and it's usually been people who um, had addictions mental illnesses um, all kinds of problems in life um, it doesn't mean because you have an addiction or a mental illness or um, committed suicide that you're going to go straight to level two. A lot of suicides go to level two because there's a reason for suicide. Uh, they do not all go to hell. I'm going to tell you that right now because I've talked to many of them. Um, usually when somebody commits suicide it's because they're hurting so bad and they are not in their right mind and that kind of thing needs to be healed away and that is done on level two. Level three is the place of reunion and review. This is the meeting, world meeting field that you have read about with the, the um, tunnel of light and seeing loved ones standing there and meeting you Level three is where most people go when they pass. They go straight there. Um, because they've done this a while and if they didn't have too many problems and if they feel ready and they're just like, um, I know where I'm going, I'm going home and I wanna see everybody and that's where they go. Um, there's not some person up there who says, okay, well you've been this good and you've been this bad and you have to go to this level and you have to go to this level. It really depends on where you are spiritually and emotionally. Your intention and emotions and um, thoughts guide you. 
So if you're in level three and you've been there for a while and you're, you know, and you say, I want to go to my home on level five, boom, you're there. You travel in the speed of thought. And that is also how fast loved ones who want to come back and visit a loved one, loved one who has passed, want to come back and visit a loved one here, travel. Travel in the speed of thought, which is faster than the speed of light or anything. So when you pass over in level three, I went into meditation and I asked them to show me what it looks like. Show me what it looks like. And so I was standing off on a hill and I see this big rural field. Just there's really nothing other than this beautiful green field. And I asked why? Why would it be so plain? And they said it because the person who is passing over walks into this field and the less distractions the better is what I was told. Um, it's a place to focus on acclimating to where they are, understanding what just happened, and to, it's just a meeting place for all the people that loved you and are welcoming you back, animals too. So what I watched was, I saw like this big, I don't know if you ever seen like a big dust storm in the desert and you see this billowing wall of dust. Well, it looked like that, but not brown. It was kind of whitish, okay? I'm standing on this little rolling hill, and I look off to the right, and I see this huge wall of, looks like clouds, but it wasn't clouds. I know it wasn't clouds. This looks like clouds. Then, um, off to the left, I see all, I mean, just a crowd of people approaching, whoever this person was. It was, um, I don't know, hundreds animals, people, all this stuff, and then I see this little flash at the bottom of the wall of clouds, and this person steps forward, and at first they look, like, confused, like, um, you know, and then all of a sudden they saw the people, and they went, oh, you know, like, oh, and then they were like, yeah, they were, <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, hi and then you know and it was this big loving reunion and you couldn't help but smile because it was in the animals jumping all up and down and it was just it was great and so then I asked I said well um I, I started to think in human ways you know what about all the people you know what do they got to they stand in line in this tunnel and wait for them to be done and they said everybody has their own field so the limitations on space and realities and you know there's no crowding and that's a very complicated thing to explain which I don't have all the information on so I won't explain but that's basically what happens that your field's empty until you need it so anyway, I asked him about, I said, so what else happens in this place, you know, and are there buildings, is there a city, and, and Michael showed, had me turn around and showed me this enormous, enormous city, and the architecture looked like there was all different kinds of architecture. Um, the color of everything was kind of a sandy color. 
uh, with with domes of different colors and the light was kind of pinkish almost um, there but um, so it wasn't blindingly bright and I can only share with you my experience through meditation um, I, I believe that everybody experiences they could all possibly experience similarities and I think they probably do but the details are probably going to be according to what you believe and you feel comfortable with um, but basically I saw a city and most of the architecture was either it looked either Roman and some like Greek and um, Middle Eastern um, it was just a a lot of different stone buildings and I asked him what else happened there and he said that well you know the review of life and he took me to this round kind of building with a dome on it that had like columns outside like pillars and you go in and there was like this round contraption looked like a pool of water almost it kind of had a dome on it I, it was it was something that was hard to explain and he said this is where the review of life takes place there's many 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 rooms like that um, and I guess a person um, when they review their life is like immersed in it they can see things 360 and I don't have human terms to explain that to you and he told me that I would not be able to understand how it is but the only thing we have close to that is like a hologram um, or but they're basically immersed in the whole situation watching but in life you get your perception when reviewing your life there you get everybody else's perception of, of your actions your behaviors and how it affected them good and bad so the review of the life is not the judgment before this council or before God that everybody talks about and okay you passed or you didn't it's basically for a full well-rounded understanding of your experience and the goals that you set out to accomplish did did you accomplish them or not and to make the decision well do I want to go back and and learn anything else to that's usually when people come that's probably why after a life review when people contact a, a spirit who has passed and they say oh I'm so sorry you know I didn't you know and does he know this or do they know that and do they understand how I felt and that if they've been if they've already gone through that process they come back and they're fully aware of how their actions in life affected you and how you know the whole story not just their perception of it and it really is a beautiful thing there is no judgment you're the judge of whether you're behaviors in life and what you did and what you accomplished was suiting uh, to your path and who you really are and that's how you advance spiritually that's how you grow and it really is about growth 
So that's level three. Level four was done on a separate occasion, of course, for another show. And was an interesting meditation. I was taken, um, I have to look at my notes. I can't remember if it was Gabriel. I think it was Gabriel. Gabriel or Uriel. And I was taken, I think it was Uriel. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so first thing I see is I'm walked in and, it, and I, it's like garden settings. I mean, just the absolute, the most beautiful places you could ever imagine. And that's, I don't know if it's just me, but a lot of places that I go to um, in heaven are natural settings. And I don't, I don't know why. But I have been to buildings and I have been to all this stuff. It may be because like some of the places um, where there are cities and buildings and things, I, I as a being incarnated right now, I, I can't stay there very long. And I have found that. I have found that I wasn't able, like in the cities, it was hard to stay for a long period of time in meditation. And it could be because of the vibration. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still learning along with you about everything and I will never stop. But I can share with you what I have seen and what I have learned. So level four, we, first thing I was shown, we walked into, it was almost like, a garden where hedges are grown up with flowers on them and it's, it's this little section of an area that I walked into and I saw a man and he was painting. He had curly hair and he was wearing um, some kind of um, like medieval kind of clothing. It's interesting. I, I, I can't really describe it. And he was painting this painting and he was putting everything he's got and totally immersed in it. Just look at this. This is the best thing that has ever, there has ever been and ever will be. He was just so excited about it. It's pure joy. So I walk up and he saw me and I was a little surprised by that and he saw me. And so I was like, oh, okay, what are you doing? And I remember looking at the painting and it was beautiful and it was some kind of um, Tuscan-like scene. And he talked to me, but it, it, these meditations sometimes are, if you don't get out and write it down right away, it's like a dream. And it fades. And I remember him talking to me. The gist of what he said was, is that he was planning another life. And in this life, this is what he's going to do. And this is one of his masterpieces. And so I thanked him and we moved on. Um, and I came along a writer. It was like a tour I was being taken on. I came along a writer, and he was sitting at a desk, and it was outside in this beautiful rural like garden. And I, I don't know if this is actually how it's done there. Probably not. But I think I was taken on a tour that I can understand and feel comfortable with. So that's what I saw. And he's sitting at this very plain desk writing this huge novel and he's just pouring his heart and soul into it he didn't even look at me just everything he's got is going into this novel but you could feel the importance of it 
that it was a very important thing that this person was doing to him. And um, then I was taken, I saw a woman to another place and this woman was dancing. And I was taken to another place and this person was, uh, oh, it was choirs, choirs of people singing. And then um, I was, it was just shown and then I was sculpt, somebody was sculpting. And so I'm like, okay, so this is for artistic pursuits. And what I was told about level four is that, yes, level four is about art, creating things of beauty and importance for future lives on earth. So, um, people who are planning a life and let's say in this life you create something of importance or beauty or whatever it is you're going to do it first there and when you come here you're going to remember and I, and that's what's and then I, st I thought of writer's block being a writer myself and I'm like so we're basically just remembering the story as we write it um, and that writer's block um, is, is, is actually that it's not being able to remember what, 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 what happened what did I write next you know and, and it made a lot of sense when it came to people who uh, write songs and I feel like they've written it before or, they, or people that have gone places and felt like they've been there before and, and things like that so it made a lot of sense and I know that this level is not strictly for aesthetic uh, and, and um, artistic pursuits because they spoke of like horticulture and other things too um, but I, I basically think this is where we do the work on planning the next life and, and it, these levels are whole dimensions it's not like a corner of heaven where you go it's like a whole dimension. Like you've got it all. And souls can move in and out of these freely at will. Um, level five, I found, was um, I was taken down this long dirt road. And, it, and I was shown different styles of houses. And it looked like everybody, some people were like gardening. I mean, like, like tending the land. And, and some people lived at the beach. And some people had enormous homes. And some had little huts. I mean, and I asked questions. And, and what, what was explained to me is that this is where most human spirits call home. So they may have, they may work on different levels, do their their life's work, or the, what they, you know, isn't what they feel most drawn to doing. It's not work like you go here and do this for this amount of time. It's what we want to do, and you know, some a lot will work on level three and help people coming in to adjust and remove their life. And you know, everybody's everywhere. Angels go through all the levels. You know. Um, so, but 
as far as level 5, I was told this is where, you know, people who are not incarnated or, um, or have been there for a long time, they, this is where they choose to make their dream homes. Whether that home be a little hut, on a farm, or out on, on the beach, or a giant mansion, or whatever. You create it by thought. Whatever brings your heart joy and says home to you, that's what you'll create there. Sometimes we incarnate and leave there, and we come back, and there's somebody who's been waiting for us, you know? And level five meditation was a short one. I didn't, but I know there's so much to that dimension, to that, that level, um, that all I really needed to know was this was that it is where most call home, what is what you're most comfortable with. But I was told that each level of heaven has a different vibration. Uh, and uh, an intensity of energy because it's a different it's a different location further away or closer to the source and the source would be the creator would be God the closer higher up in level that you get is going to be closer to the source and a higher vibration a stronger energy uh, and the human spirits feel most comfortable on level five it's kind of in the middle angels I did um a lot of research is done on level six and level six and seven is usually where angels call home. I think level six is where they do a lot of work. Level six is also where a lot of spirits go and I believe where they go, if I'm correct with my notes here, where they go to do like scientific research and uh, medical breakthroughs and all of those things that we are discovering down here people are remembering down here what they already learned and already created up there so when people go home they're busy even if they're not planning it for their own life they're still working on this stuff and infusing it into other people's minds from there so people don't realize how often and how much they are divinely inspired and how connected they truly are to all the spirits and the love and the guidance of home. Um, level six is usually where I go to without, before even knowing about all these levels, they told me, I asked them, where am I coming to see you? Where is this that I'm coming? to visit with you when I would go and talk to the angels and have conversations such as archangels um, I always go and talk to archangels and when that was happening after a while I asked where is this and they told me level 6 and that was the first idea uh, that I got a bet that there were levels and I never saw I hardly anybody around but angels and higher divine beings that I'd see when I'd go um, and I don't know I, I basically had my own space there it's a, my own house um, which grew by need 
like, oh, I would like a room for this, or a room for healing, or a room for, uh, you know, this or that. Um, or like a gazebo out front, so I put a gazebo out front, and I put a gazebo out front by thinking of it, picturing it, and it's still there. And so, um, but I was told that level six is basically a place where angels will communicate with souls who are incarnated. They will pass on information to them, whether you're doing it in your dreams or you're doing it through meditation. Um, that would be the place that you would go. That's the place where I go. And um, so I assume, but we really can't assume, but I, I assume anyway that that's where everybody else would go when they're going to meditation and talk to the angels. As I hope they do because it's a safe place. I wanted to go to a safe place. That was my intention. And so a lot of research is done on that level and it is the vibration is higher. And I found from visiting that place so much and and speaking with the archangels so much that that I have gotten used to that vibration. And it has helped me in identifying when I do mediumship readings, where somebody came from. Because it's almost like they're like sponges and they feel like the vibration of where they came. So if some, so it's like now I identify spirits who have passed, I can just feel them. I know they're on the other side. If somebody feels like they still have a lot of, um, like they're saying things like, I'm sorry, or they feel like they have regrets, or they have this or that. I know, okay, well, they're probably still on level two. An earthbound spirit feels lower. The vibration is lower, uh, kind of heavy. Uh, a negative entity, now I can feel that right off, and it's very um, disturbing to me. I feel mad, almost when they're around. So this, this, in doing this, it's helped me um, identify with the origins of spirit or where they are now by the way their energy feels. It's like, it's, it's like instinct now. <sighs> Level seven. Level seven was a trip. It was very hard to do. I was like, it was intense going there. Um, and I do have shows recorded, I believe, four, six, and seven, if you'd like it in more detail. Um, I don't have my notes on that one. Couldn't find, oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Excuse me, I am not prepared. Okay. So when I went to level seven, I met on level six. Um, we, um, it was just weird. <laughs> it was just weird. <laughs> I, I basically went, without reading through all these notes, um, I went to God. And people were like, oh, you can't talk to God, you can't see God, you can't... Yes, you can. Why the hell not? 
and that bugs me so bad. It always has since I was a little kid. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get on my soapbox here for just a second, because why the heck not? God loves you with an intensity that we could never ever explain. And if your intention and your desire is to stand before him, to embrace him, to talk to him, to be that close, then you can. Mine is. I've been on a journey of discovery here for a few years here, and I have always talked directly to God when I was a kid. And sometimes you just, you know, you just want to hear something back. I always hear something back. Even before all the psychic stuff opened up and was like thrown in my face. And I think every person can. I think it was our belief that in can'ts that limits us only. There should be no can'ts. Remove that word from your vocabulary. Because I did. And it still comes back. It's, you know, that it always comes back. But you want to keep it away. You know, you really want to push that can't away. And you start saying, why not? That's what I do. Why not? You know, why can't I go and talk to Jesus face to face? Why can't I go and stand before God? Why can't I go to the source and get my information? That's who I want to guide me. Yes, he sends angels. Yes, he sends um, guides and everybody that loves you to help you. But you can go to him in prayer. Your prayer can be as deep. You can have as deep and as, as emotional and as close relationship with God and Jesus and the angels and Blessed Mother and, as you want to have. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. No one. It is your personal relationship. It's sacred. Make it such. So anyway, get off the box now. Because <laughs> that bugs me so bad. That bugs me so bad. And it's, you know, and when I hear about, when I read about history, you know, and how they told, oh, you can't read the word of God for yourself. You have to let, that's control. That is control. That is human and dark God does not control God creates opportunity and gives you choices if you choose to be that close to God he will not put up his hand and push you away so anyway with that understanding that being known I set off okay we're going to level 7 level 7 it is so you go and I met with um, Archangel Gabriel and Michael and I was, they took me by the hand. Um, actually, no, they didn't. Okay, here's, let me, let me just go through the notes so I get this right. I mean, this is in another show, but um, okay. We held hands, and I was with both of them. And then Gabriel looked at me and said, you have to go with me. So he gave me a hug and tucked my head into his chest. So I was like, okay, this is going to be major because I can't. 
after the whole level one experience, I don't know what's going on. So maybe I just did what he said. You know, the archangels tell you to do something, you just do it. Just do it, okay? There's always a reason for your own good. So we arrived. Stop. I felt a stop because we were moving, and then I felt a stop. I looked around, and everything was very bright and like a deep gold color. We were in a city, and it looked like the walls were made of gold. But I asked later if it was gold and why, and he said that the substance was, was not gold. Um, this substance can withstand very intense energy there, and um, and it won't disintegrate. And he wouldn't tell me what the substance was, but it's not gold. It just looks that way, and because of the high energy and the color there, that it, it, the city of gold, seventh heaven, and that's what people have perceived and they believe it's made of gold because that's the only substance that we know of here to compare it to but it's actually something different um we walked through this city everything was blurry again it was like peripheral and i saw others pass by but not clearly it was just really um i did see wings i did see a lot of wings though and on the people that were passing by and we walked through the city uh, a bright golden oval of light um, was in front of us and we stopped he asked me if I was ready and you know every time they do that are you ready I'm like well I don't know <laughs> you know ready for what what am I gonna what's gonna happen and I said well yeah I guess so and so we walked through the light and um, I said to myself, sometimes I do things in meditation, I don't even know why, but I kept saying to myself, I can be here. I can be here. And I felt better in the intense energy the more that I, I grasped that idea. I can be here because a lot of it was, oh my gosh, we have been so trained to believe that you can't be there. You know, you can't talk to God. You can't go to him. You can't do this. So I just kept saying, I can be there. I can be there. And we walked through this light and saw a ring of white light. And it was like in a mist of gold light. It was um, on the ground. And there was, there was like a base platform on the ground. Now, granted, I don't know if this is what was shown to me to understand. My this is my perception of the event, but usually my perception of the event is a basic understanding. So what I saw was a platform of light on the ground. Pretty big. Then I see this intense ray of white light beaming from the ground straight up to the sky. And it was almost like in a in a upside down triangle so it just it went up and out and just kept going out out extending out 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 and i asked what it was and they said that's the source and they said i said it's god and a form materialized and walks towards me he waved his hand at Gabriel and asked him to leave um, or step aside. And he stepped forward. And 
I believe he took a form that I'm comfortable with. I believe he would take a form that anybody's comfortable with. The way I saw him, he had very, very, very short white hair. Like, almost not there with this... Actually had a beard and a mustache, but it was very, very short. Beaming blue eyes. Beaming. I mean, like... like Can't look away. It was, it was a trick. I can't even describe it. But he took my hands... He said, um, this point is where I reside, but I also reside in all. This is a point of concentration, which, you know, confused me because I was thinking, okay, this is the source. Um, but he said, this is a point of concentration. Then again, if you think about it, if, and I could go on and on and confuse everybody terribly with this, but, you know, if you think about it, I am here on Earth, and I go to Earth's heaven, Earth's layers of dimensions of the other side of heaven. I'm not seeing alien beings there, so I know each planet's got to have their own heaven. So if that is a point of concentration, then there would be a bigger point of concentration. And maybe there's each planet has its own point of concentration across the entire universe. God is the universe. I mean, the whole thing. People don't look back far enough. Say, oh, evolution or creation. And so it's, what? That is so... You know, God created evolution. God. Anyway, don't get me started on that. Um, so anyway. <laughs> so I'm standing there. And I saw a young, dark-skinned angel walk towards and past me. He had frizzy hair and looked like a 10 year old child then I was aware of more angels around the source it was almost like my perception was growing as I stood there and I asked why the young one was there he told me in so many words that all souls when created go to level 7 to be bathed in and grow and learn in that high concentration of light and that's where they're named that's a whole other show in itself to talk about creation of souls. But anyway, so this was highly interesting to me. Um, I asked, actually, at that time about all being created at the same time. He said yes and no. Yes and no. And that's the beauty of it. And that's what he said. So I was like, you know, so I come to you, Heavenly Father with all due respect, and you give me more questions instead <laughs> of answers. But that's the way it goes, isn't it? With every question answered, you get a hundred more questions. And that's the beauty of it. And I think that's what he means. So, um, it's probably something that I can't understand. As basically meaning, yes, all is happening at once, but all can be experienced individually. So, yes, everything is happening at once. Yes, everything is all one. But because of um, life, different lives, time, all of these things, separation of dimensions, of realities, we can experience things individually and that's where the learning is and that's where the growth is and that's how God experiences everything through everything and everyone hence the all-knowing 
Every thought is a thing. Every thought has creation, has um, the power to create or destroy, positively or negatively. They all are things, and they're floating around in a big web above our heads and all through us and everywhere. And every thought um, is eventually, it goes back to God. It's pulled back to the source. Um, or where it, or the vibration that it matches. So that's another one. That's another one I got to do more research on. But my thought here is that that's why God's all knowing. That's why God can be everywhere. Because each individual being has its own individual reality. And together, our realities combine and meet and merge and form some collective realities and then we have dimensions and we have time and we have different speeds of time and different dimensions and alternate realities and all this stuff that's why it's never ending we're never done but it is all happening at once and we are all connected. So it's, there are infinite possibilities. Infinite possibilities. Keep your thoughts positive. Do not give any power to negative thought because thought is creation. When I visit these levels of heaven, if I want a chair, there's a chair. You have to really learn to control it. And in the beginning, Marcus Leader and I were doing these tag team meditations, um, and they were we for research, going there and asking questions about everything we could think of. Lots of personal, lots of personal questions first. But when we were first there, you really have to keep your thoughts centered because you can create things, and you can all of a sudden split and see yourself standing, your back standing there. You know, you have the ability, the spirit has the ability to bilocate. You have, it's very, 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 very complicated. And explaining these things in a simple way is what I try to do. So that it can absorb it. Because, you know, physicists and people get on the news or on the TV or write books and things. And they start explaining things to you. And I'm lost, like, one paragraph in. I'm just like, uh... Thank you for writing that book, but I, <laughs> I need somebody to say, okay, this is how it is from my perception, you know, it just explain things very simply. And, um, so you can kind of, so I can kind of grasp it. You know, it's not that I'm slow. I don't know, maybe I am, but I, I like things explained simply to me. And that, that's probably why they're shown to me this way. Um, so, I did talk to God about some personal things, because, I mean, I'm right there in front of God. You know, I, have done, I have seen God. When I say my prayers, um, it is usually, you know, Jesus is there, and Blessed Mother's there, and, and I picture God there, but he's usually like a big white mass. 
And ever so often, when I really, really, really need him, he'll show up. He'll take form. Or I'll see a hand, or something like that. And, um, I don't care what anybody says about it. This is what happens in my personal prayer. And your personal prayer and your personal connection to God and to Jesus and to whoever is divine and good and and loving um, to the source is yours and yours alone. And no one should judge that. You know, if you are reaching out for help, for guidance from the Creator, from God, you you get in there and be as close to him as you possibly can. And and nothing else in this life could be better for you. Because that voice that comes will be in your own voice. You're not going to start hearing bellowing voices in the house. That's not going to happen. It's going to be that inner guidance, that thought all of a sudden. Hey, maybe I want to do this. Or hey, maybe this would be better to do. Or hey, maybe I won't do that to someone. So, anyway, that's a basic overview on the levels of heaven. It really, it's really interesting because they all have a purpose. They all have, but I don't believe anybody's assigned to any specific place. People and souls and angels and beings gravitate to the vibrational level of energy they feel comfortable with and that's where they reside or they move around through the levels because of vocation what they choose to do and how they choose to help I don't think anybody's bound there I don't believe that once you go to heaven you, you're stuck there and you can't, you can't visit your loved ones, that's not true, I see it all the time so thank you so much for joining me once again this week um if you would like to join our group, it's gotten very large. Uh, Free Psychic Readings Beacon of Light has become a wonderful place where people can come and get questions answered for free. I have a team now, two teams of wonderful readers who devote their time, a lot of their time, to answer free questions for people. They also do more in-depth readings um, privately, and everybody is independent. But everybody's spreading a lot of hope and a lot of information and a lot of love over there. And if you would like to join us, it's called Free Psychic Readings, Beacon of Light on Facebook. If you're interested in my books, you can go to, to thewishflowerfield.com and get a copy of my book, which helps children face their fields fears and build that inner strength through that inner light inside we are all out of time for this week uh, please come back and join us next week for another wonderful show keep those thoughts positive good night